Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, depending on where you are and our fine plagued earth. Uh, this is Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily, and I am flanked by the man himself from Wrestle Talk, the resident journo of Wrestle Talk. It is Louis Dangor. Louis, not working this week, but here you are, brother. How are you? Yeah, not working this week, and I've broken some news, and I'm here on Wrestling Daily. So uh looks like I am working this week. But no, um, Excited to be here. Excited to chat wrestling after Raw last night. True grind. Never stops, Louis. You know this. Um, yeah, there's plenty to talk about at the moment, of course. And as you see by the titular article in our Wrestling Daily today, Louis Dangor does have some news to bring to you. And we've got some other scoops and exclusives to, to get into as well. So there's a lot to dive into. And of course, the heartbeat of the show is the Ultra Chats. And we've already got a couple waiting. So thank you very much to those who are eager beavers, the good eggs that you are. Um, but make sure you see the message at the bottom. Get your messages and questions into WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestle2. And then the fantastic moderators here will get them to us and we will read them out on the show. And you can have your opinions, your hot takes, whatever it may be. I will read them. And that is, again, my favourite part of the show. Make sure you do it. Um, we've got a lot of stuff to jump into. Of course, there was Raw last night. Um, there's been a SmackDown. There's been a War Games. There's been a lot since we've last been here on the Wrestling Daily. So there's a lot to jump into. But I must remind you, while you're here, our home is Wrestle 2. So please do subscribe. Get those notifications on for Wrestle2 on YouTube channel. And, of course, follow them on Twitter, too. They just broke 400, which doesn't sound a lot, but it's like they've only been going about a month. So thank you very much, yeah, guys. And not bad. And anyone tuning in, please do make sure you have a little trip over there to Wrestle2 on Twitter. Uh, and I would be remiss if I didn't remind you as well. You can catch us on podcast. We've got that all fixed for you. So make sure you do. Make sure if you want to catch up with us on your commute in the bath. I don't know where you listen to podcasts. but if you do. Get Wrestling Daily in your ears. So without further ado, Luigi, why don't you bring to us the news of Roman Reigns and WrestleMania that you dropped on WrestleTalk this week? Yeah, so um, I reported earlier today, I'd heard from numerous people actually, that the, the plan obviously, WWE is hoping for Rock and Roman and Mania. We're all hoping for it, everyone with a brain is hoping for it, because it makes the most sense. However, with The Rock not being a full-time WWE superstar, with the worldwide situation as it is, there's a lot of variable factors that mean that might not happen and might not be able to um, to come to fruition, including COVID, including Rock's movie schedule, including even where WrestleMania is going to take place because it's been rumoured that it might not be in Hollywood, which, given Rock's movie star status, would have made the most sense. Um, mm. So I've learned that WWE's got some contingency plans in place and some discussions have been made and sort of some ideas have been thrown around for what would happen if they can't get The Rock. And uh, Big E's been discussed. He's currently the book. It's favourites to win the Rumble. So that makes sense. Uh, joint, Daniel Bryan. Joint favourite. Joint favourite. Joint, joint Does that not count as favourite? I mean, it's favourite, but it's worth saying joint favourite with Edge. Sure, but anyway. Joint favourite with Edge, yeah. So it's kind of like one from Raw, one from SmackDown. So if a SmackDown starts winning it, the bookies think it will be Big E. And mm-hmm. obviously that's not... You shouldn't take too much stock in that, but it's worth some weight. 
Um, Daniel Bryan, who obviously has been reported by Dave Meltzer, will be facing Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. So either the plans will continue or be postponed. Um, Drew McIntyre, I've heard as well, with Hierarchs being quite impressed with how Drew and Roman did with their uh, Survivor Series program. And obviously we saw on Raw last week, Drew seemed to keep that plate spinning with Roman. He was sort of, uh, although he's moving on to AJ and he's got his stuff with Sheamus, he sort of mentioned Roman by name in a promo. So it looks like that feud's going to be continuing and we know why now. And uh, the other name is a uh, certain Bill. Bill Goldberg has been discussed. Uh, obviously, this was the match that WWE wanted to do last year for WrestleMania and was booked all set to go until the day, like a couple of days before the show, it got announced when obviously Roman Reigns pulled out the show with uh, COVID-related concerns and Goldberg dropped the title to Braun Strowman. But I've heard if WWE can't get The Rock, that Goldberg <sighs> has also been considered. Uh, we know that he's uh, on a two-match-per-year deal, which I actually reported back in uh, April, and he's since confirmed. And uh, he has two more years of that deal. So he could easily come in for two more matches next year, one of which could be against Roman Reigns at uh, WrestleMania. So, yeah, can we just green this straight away and move on? I don't know, man. I don't know, Lou. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, 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 what? What's this? Uh, red? Hey, that wasn't even me. We joke. I wouldn't do that to we, my boy. We do. laugh and we joke, but the BSometer is nothing to be... Um, to be toyed with. It's nothing to be toyed with, exactly. <laughs> there, there are limits, Alex. There are limits. And you've just crossed it. Well, well, no, um, yeah, fair enough. There you go. Um, I, I will. What I will clarify this as the BSometer. Where I, what I'm, what I will definitely say is green, in the sense that I know the rest. Of course, is Louis' report, which we do trust. But I'm going to just riff on what I know out of this. Um, of yeah, the, I've said this for a million years that the Rock is the plan. Um, from the inception, I'd heard as much. Seems to be the direction. I don't think it takes a genius to work that out either. Doesn't make me or anyone else really a great scoopster to think that with yeah. the tribal chief gimmick and whatnot. Um, and I, I, I'd said that Goldberg as well. The whole thing, him being SmackDown, I did kind of ask after that, what was that about? And I was told that. Yeah, well, they're, they're planting the siege of him and Roman again, and that is an option if the rock can't happen. There's a lot of things in play, right? And wh when we think that we're in mid-December, you would hope that they would really know where they're going with the programme. They don't have that much time. Basically, the night after the Rumble, you need to know where you're going, essentially. like, I mean, even the night after TLC, really, like you need to know a well, rough Rumble plan. Well, you need to know, yeah, who your Rumble winner is going to be and which champion is going to go on to face. But what I'm saying is they might already know that that, yeah. champ, that person is going to face Drew, is what I'm saying. So they, yeah, at least, yeah. they, they at least need to know, or whoever would be the champion, that is. They at least need to know what the direction will be for Roman from then on. Because you don't want to just build the Rock and Roman in, like, let's say it does happen in, like, three weeks. You want to get your TV ratings and, and draw that out and make the story as compelling as the rest of the Tribal Chief has been. So, yeah, I... I could, all of the names on that list, I could buy every one of them, even if Louis hadn't have said what he'd said. And I don't know, my missus sitting over there just said, "Hey, Biggie McIntyre and and uh, Drew." I would go, "Yeah, probably." Like mm. without without giving it too much thought, they all make a degree of sense. And yep. I, you know, I, I do hope Biggie wins the the Rumble. Um, and then, of course, it makes sense you do, if you don't want to do babyface versus babyface. There's lots of different things they can do. And the continuing story of Seamus Drew is making me feel like, oh, like maybe it won't be Drew for Roman. Maybe it will be Seamus for Drew. But I also wonder, unless they're going to have like a tag title win in the next few weeks or something like that, which doesn't look likely either, I think that is probably more a rumble plan. So yeah. there's there's a lot of different... You know, different things that can happen there. But yeah, I mean, ostensibly speaking, everyone that Louis has named in the report, I could definitely buy. I would be happy to see other than Goldberg. And if you are going to appear, Goldberg, Get you're getting run down. You are yeah. getting run down out of here, roaming over as strong as anything. Thanks for coming. 
get your next match in later on in the year in Saudi Arabia. Cheerio, enjoy your money. That's <laughs> that's that's it for me. Um, so yeah, um, good work, Lou. Good work, and I believe Thank actually you. while we're here, you had another um, mm. bit of news this week that we haven't touched on since the since the the time of the fact. But obviously, everyone knows Sting appeared in AEW now. And Louis, Louis provided some context on why that yeah. may or may not have happened and what went down with WWE. Yeah, so I heard some context uh, from sources uh, within AEW that said that Sting uh, wasn't particularly happy with how he was treated by WWE. And that is why he wanted to join AEW to have, and this is a direct quote, a uh, do something good for the fans for like a final gig. Um, so hopefully that means uh, uh, a sort of renew Sting having more control over what he wants to do. Uh, being, I, I mean, Dave Meltzer said in the Wrestling Observer newsletter that Sting was very much holding out for that match with uh, Undertaker. I've heard as much as well, uh, whether it be cinematic or not. Um, and I think that that is the root of his frustrations really obviously not being uh, i've heard even the root of his frustrations spanned back to his first match and obviously i think you can see why i mean similarly uh, with, with with sort of when we hear about people being uh, it was i think back to quizlemania when uh, you and i the first thing you said when uh, it's sting and i can't remember what game it was but it was sting and uh, you said mistreated by wwe so you can see why he'd feel the way he does. I mean, he didn't have a, a great go of things uh, at all, really. I think he had three or four matches, two of them. Well, it was either one or two or more, I can't remember. Two. Um, but, two. But yeah, Sting, I think it was a tag match and a match with Big Show or something, who knows. Um, well, I mean, someone does, mate. But uh, yeah, so I've heard he wasn't particularly happy and wanted to come back for a final run. And Sports Illustrated has actually backed this up today and said that Sting is uh, planning on wrestling in AEW, which to yeah. me is a scary is a scary thought. I mean, I, I'd, I'd I'd love to see Sting in the ring, but I also wouldn't. I think it'd, it'd be a case of that Daniel Bryan fever at the beginning. Well, I don't know about you, but in 2018, whenever he did anything, I would crap myself and I couldn't actually enjoy his matches. Because I'd be like, I'm so worried about anything going wrong. And I think knowing Sting is 61, not in his 30s, I'd probably have a similar, if not worse, feeling. But um, yeah, good for, good for Sting. Uh, hopefully he is uh, fulfilled in what he gets to do. He broke records with his merchandise on Pro Wrestling Tees, most items sold in a day. So uh, there's obviously a clamor to see him there. And fans are particularly interested in seeing him do what he's got to do. So yeah, looking forward to... Uh, the next few weeks of Dynamite to see how this plays out. Mm. I think, obviously, the Cody Rhodes match uh, is there for him. Uh, how they do it and get around it and what his medical status is is another thing. Um, yeah, in terms of him leaving WWE, I mean, is, I, I think I said this last week, right? Like, when he got injured against Rollins, I feel like WWE just kind of went, mm, don't really have anything else for you then, which is really foolish uh, and he still stayed on their payroll for like another three years after that. Yeah. You know, three and a half years, I think. 2015, uh, he, 2015, he retired or sort of retired. He went into the Hall of Fame in 16. And was, then, it not, uh, was, it, was it not 2016 he faced Rollins? Damn. No, two th I'm pretty, you know, because um, 2016 was... No, 2016 was post-draft. This was pre-draft. This was the uh, live championship. It is 2015. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. A shameless like, former Quizlemania champion. Well, this former is right. <laughs> I mean, either way, right? Like, so they kept him on, let's say, just shy of five years. Wow. After that match on the payroll, I think the common consensus is it got to the time where they were making the cuts or people, you know, or renewing stuff this year. And it was like, what are we really still paying him for other than the name value? And I do. But to be fair, I don't know whether it was a deal of contract being up and he left. Or a contract like a contract was offered. I don't know. I so believe. I believe it was up this year. Uh, as in, I don't know whether WWE went. You can have another deal, and he rejected, or not. But based on my, and I don't know this, but based on my report, it would make sense that he rejected a deal. I just don't know if one was offered. Um, but yeah, I mean, with AEW, I would be surprised if WWE didn't make a move for him, knowing Cody's. I mean, he was saying that he wanted to face Sting years before Sting, years before AEW was a thing, years before Sting even left. So knowing that, I would be surprised if WWE didn't put up a fight to make him stay. 
Mm. Interesting stuff um, from Luigi. And yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I can't really give you anything but green just by virtue that you work here. Like, <laughs> would tarnish our own show otherwise. Uh, I mean, I do I do have StreamYard access, so I could remove you from the stream if you voted anything other. Yes, I know this is Alex, Alex McCarthy's. But you would be removed from this show permanently, Lou. You'd be gone. Um, <laughs> Short term, Alex. I don't care about the yeah. long term. As long as I get uh, yeah. the show tonight. You're basically WWE in this scenario, going, right, that short-term exactly. booking. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, right? Like, Sting, there's, a, there's a, a lot of avenues that they can go down with that. And I don't think anyone would have called Sting wrestling in 2020, um, you know, not so long ago. 2021, by the looks of it. Wow, yeah. yeah. God damn. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We'll move on to some ultra chats in a second. First of all, uh, WrestleMania UK. Hope you're all good, Alex. You're working hard in the gym, boy. Keep it going. Brother, brother. That's me right now, even though I'm only really hitting the treadmill. Um, but thank you. Thank you for checking out my Instagram stories, which you're all welcome to do so. Uh, oh, man, I, I just let myself go during lockdown, Lou. I had to, I had to, I had to get a hold again. You and me both, mate. I think it, 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 people either went one or two ways. They either lost a load of weight by like going on runs just to keep busy or yeah. decided to sit in front of the sofa, watch TV uh, with a bag of crisps, which seems like it was me and you. Yeah, terrible. Um, I played 90 minutes I mean, on Sunday. And my Lord, yesterday was uh, a tough get up. <laughs> I've got to tell you. Yeah, I've, I've played football twice over the past two weeks. Played on Thursday again on Monday. And I woke up this morning and my legs were a bit sore. I was like, hmm, mm, no. But um, yeah, I think you and I both, you've got the excuse of being a dad though. Yeah, which I Matthew, Matthew McCoskey's right. Like, I've listen. A dad bod is a real thing. I've said this before. It is a real thing. Because when you get kids, mm -hmm. all the time you had that you thought, you know, I'll go to the gym this morning or, you know, or after work. Like, and, you, and my career, to be fair. You, put, you combine those two together and all of a sudden you're like, do I have enough energy to stand there and cook a healthy meal? No. No, I don't. <laughs> I want the quickest meal I can get. And then uh, and like when you wake up in the morning, you've had broken sleep because of your kids. You don't think, well, I'm probably just going to go run 5K now. You think, I'm going to sneak that extra hour in bed. No question. So, like, yeah. it's been – it's only now that my kids are two and four that I'm getting to a stage where, like, there is a semblance of routine and stuff where I'm actually able to do stuff again. So, like, I've been I've been going to the gym early. Like, just as I take my daughter to school, it's a it's a nice one. Um, yeah, I know. I've seen on your stories, you're there early. Like, really early. Yeah, but, I mean, it depends um, – because I'm never truly going to change my 
my diet. Like I, I, alter, I alter it to get rid of the difficult things, like sh- like the heavy sugar that I love to intake. I drink a bottle of like two liter Fanta in a night. Gone. Thanks. I know. Um, so I'm adjusting those things slightly, but I do enjoy running. So there you have it. Anyway, guys, enough of me and my terrible diet and ha- average to lower average body. Uh, I've got one of the, I've got one of those bodies that was like it used to be in good shape. And now it's not. Um, yeah, I've, I've never had that. <laughs> Let's move on to some ultra chats here. Uh, Matthew McCoskey was just talking about me being a dad. And he's first up again. I think he takes great pride in this, Luke, being first mm. in the door. Big Matthew, good egg that he is. Hi, guys. First again. There you go. He knows. Uh, not been the best few days. I think Keith Lee will win the Rumble and the title at Mania. Drew versus Sheamus is super intriguing. Also, saw this thing on Twitter. World title four-way, Walter, Walter, sorry, I, I, I ruined my own rule there. Walter, uh, Roman, Bala, and Drew, effing amazing. Uh, wow. I mean, yeah, it would be. Um, and I mean, so, soon going to be carrying cross, probably, which mm. also, yes. Mm. I mean, um, first of all, we're very sorry to hear that you haven't had yeah. the best, best few days. Uh, I don't know if that's what you've been watching in wrestling that wasn't great, or just you personally, but either way. My friend, I extend my thoughts with you. You're always welcome here at the Wrestling Daily to take a load off. Uh, secondly, Keith Lee to win the Rumble and the title. I'd be down. I would. You know what? Um, that sounds more left field than it is because he could plausibly do it. Do you know what I mean? Like he could win. He could win the Rumble, and WWE could all of a sudden get behind him. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it like the surprise of the century. Like if he went on to Mania and, and picked things up with Drew, like the story is kind of there from last year or whatever. I just don't know if I see it. Like I, would be, I feel like there's only room for WWE in like like one a year almost to make that surge. Otherwise, WrestleMania is very much the biggest matches they can think of on the card. So I feel like if Big E is getting that run, I'm not convinced they would do Keith Lee in the same, in the exact same run. I just yeah, don't agree. And I think both could, if, if whether it's Keith Lee or Big E in that title match, I think both could do with the Rumble win to set that up. So mm-hmm. you obviously you can't have both. Um, I mean, you can have both, but you shouldn't have both. Um, so I think that, uh, listen, I think that it was very good, the backstage segment with with um, Sheamus yesterday as well, potentially setting up the like sort of a, a battle over Drew's friendship where maybe a three-way or something at the Rumble leading to a singles match later down the line with either Drew and Sheamus or Drew and Keith. I think it could be a nice dynamic having Keith Lee involved in that as well. So trying to make like Drew see the light, I guess. Um, mm. Like, listen, Sheamus is like, you just have to go back to SmackDown like three weeks ago and he was trying to kill Big E um, or, or however long ago it was. So I think that could be a nice dynamic. Um I mean, I, I'd totally be down for it. If we if we end WrestleMania with uh, Big E and Keith Lee as, w, as WWE Universal Champion, I'd totally be here for it. I just don't think, as you say, we'll get two. I think we'll get one or the other. And I think probably a lot does depend on The Rock and also Edge, maybe, how Edge is going to factor. And we've long heard that the plans for WrestleMania are Edge and Randy Orton. Whether that involves a title remains to be seen. Um, mm. But I think... I think Edge could have a have a have a go in things, uh, but I mean, listen, we'll, we'll we'll see how things develop over the coming weeks. I mean, as, as I said, it was around this time that you can now start to see, looking back retrospectively, that the plans were being put in place for Drew. He was going on that babyface run, doing his countdown to the Claymore. Retrospectively, you can see, all right, it was probably in the works for for a while, like a couple of, like a month or so at least. So hopefully in the next couple, like next week or so, next two weeks, so after we come out of TLC, we'll start seeing seeds being planted and see who's starting to pick up wins on TV, whether it be Biggie or, um, or uh, Keith Lee. But a little uh, wrinkle to this could be, obviously, whether Biggie seems to be starting a feud with... Uh, Sami Zayn. So is he going to lose mm. that and then go on to WrestleMania or is he going to uh, win the title? I mean, you could do the Intercontinental Champion versus Universal Champion at WrestleMania. Be a great way to elevate the IC title. The, been uh, a while. Yeah, <laughs> been a while indeed. But uh, on that note, I love how they handled things on SmackDown with the IC title. I thought it was actually incredibly classy. Like the way they had the old title there at ringside. I loved it. 
But yeah, no, I, I I would be here for Keith Lee and and uh, Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Yeah, and on the note of the four way that you mentioned, my lord, uh, Volta, Roman, Bala, and Drew. Um, geez, that's a European heavy match, and I love it. And also. I mean, obviously, if that was to happen at Survivor Series, I honestly think the NXT UK could get in the mix like that. Like, they do have the talent to fill out those slots. Um, if you wanted to make some of those dream matches and you wanted to make it a four-brand invitational, which probably will be what happens one day. Um, you know, they, I mean, they kind of did it with just bringing some NXT UK people because they kind of clumped yeah. NXT under one umbrella because yeah. Kaylee yeah. Ray... Tony Storm know. was there. Uh, Walter was there. I mean, Big done. Walter, Walter was yeah. massively mistreated, but the less said about that, the better. Horrendous. Yeah, I asked him about that in an interview, and he was just like, eh. Um, I must say, I did see this comment in the chat um, from Lizzie Stallion herself. I think I've just followed you, Matthew McCoskey. Yes, guys, do that. All of my good friends. Um, follow each other. In the Wrestling Daily chat, I want you to all follow each other because you're a great little community here. Get together on Twitter. We can talk about shows, what we want to do on shows. Follow Wrestle 2. So follow each other, follow Wrestle 2, and we'll keep this community going, guys. Uh, it's, it's some of my favorite people at my favorite time of day. So do it. Make sure it happens. And also, let's get to another Ultra Chat from Bohill. Possibly the goat of Ultra Chats. Um, oh, he's, he loves a hot take. Possible hot take. The only thing that is keeping The Fiend relevant is Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that is a take. Um, I'll let it's, not one, it's not one I totally disagree with, though. I, I don't like the wording of it, but I think that this is the most interesting both have been. I think both are massively helping each other and the dynamic is helping. That doesn't um, mean he's see, trash otherwise, though. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, in, I, I agree that he is better off for the partnership with Bliss. I don't think... Uh, let, let me get the exact wording up. I don't think he is. Uh, she is keeping him relevant. Uh, but I do, I do think the dynamic is helping both and was actually a fantastic uh, use of both. And I did miss her on TV last night. I did, I, I did miss that dynamic. It's, uh, I think this has been amazing for Alexa, mostly. Uh, it has obviously rubbed The Fiend tremendously because, and I've said this for a while, the thing with The Fiend, and we, we talk about his matches and the way that sometimes he's backed into a corner because of the way he works and the way the character is so strong and doesn't sell. I've always felt like, a bit like The Undertaker in his early in the, uh, iteration, you have to kind of tell the audience what weakens him. You have to tell the story of like, how do you get to him, which they're trying to do now via Alexa Bliss. So the more layers for The Fiend, the yeah, more you can get better. into his story, the more you can get into his character, the better for everyone. The matches will make much more sense and will flow so much easier. So in that regard, I'm loving it that they're peeling back the layers a little bit here. And uh, on the other on the other side of that coin, Alexa Bliss, I, I said this on Twitter and people didn't really love it. I'd take her back in the title picture right now. I don't. I don't think she has to work like um, the Fiend does, and I don't think she needs the title. But I also, I always think the most interesting character or the hottest character on the show is probably the one you want in the title picture. I always think mm. that, and uh, I think Alexa. You know, yes, she's had a load of title reigns, but this fresh iteration can do a lot of things. Um, and I really feel like it's been a stroke of genius. And WWE don't get enough credit really when they get things right. And this is one of the few, like you, you really, it spawns from SmackDown as well. You know that you can you can add that to the list of great yeah. things. I mean, well, it got better on Raw. Like I feel like Raw is when it really picked up. I feel it was a bit muddled with Braun. I guess that's how they got to it because of the like team little bit nah, or whatever but, they call but, it. The, the, the Genesis was Raw, right? And without yeah, Braun, uh, uh, no, sorry, yeah. SmackDown. And the, the, without Braun, it doesn't really make that much sense to do it. Like that whole first um the swamp match i want to call it where alexa bliss first appears and you're like oh like you know that was like amazing addition to that match and i feel like when you add alexa into bray now and how she's kind of been taken in by him like he's he's like toxic he you know mm. intoxicates you i really feel like that's great um so for me both of them I mean, I was about to say for SmackDown, you can just add that to the tremendous work they've done, particularly the past six months. Look at yeah. Bailey and Sasha. Look at Roman as the Tribal Chief, and I would also classify this as a SmackDown creation. So, man, uh, you know, but more for all, like you said, they're pushing it forward, and I'm really interested to see 
Because Randy didn't really need the Alexa edition to tell the story with the fiend because of the whole fire and, and all of that malarkey, right? So I I'm very interested to see how this goes and whether Randy can actually get something on the fiend and how people will react to that because I'm still sore from what happened in Saudi Arabia. I'm not even going to say his name. Um, let's move on to an AEW chat from CM Chris, another top league, top league ultra chat. He really is. Um, good evening, Alex and Louis. Good evening. Uh, good evening. this this week is going to be really interesting and hopefully a lot of fun for any AEW Impact and general wrestling fans with tonight and what will happen at Dynamite. Hashtag EGE. That, of course, means Elite Good Eggs. Now, before I have jump you too much into this, got- yes, I, yes, I'm about to say what you're about to ask me. I have yeah. watched um, Impact, oh, us, us media members, um, what I don't I don't have a collective noun for us, but the uh, <laughs> us media members we do get sent um, like previews because obviously they're taped impact shows, so we get the media screening so that we can review them and have stuff ready to go afterwards. But you're not meant to say anything ahead of time, so I can't say exactly what happens. Yeah, I'm going to be but, interested to see the reaction. That's all I will say. Yes, yes. Um, what I will say is it's very much like I anticipated. It's still an impact show with Kenny Omega and Don Callis. Like it's not so much the invasion that you thought, but it's still give it, um, it is very interesting what, what goes down. And um, I feel unfortunately that people might, and this is part of the, not just impact tonight, a bigger branch of this whole working relationship. I think people might be expecting slightly more, than we are going to get. Nowhere well, has anyone said we also, are getting a full-on invasion of both parties. No, so but also, it's book. only it's only the first, of course, crossover yeah. as well. There's, you know, it looks like there's going to be more. So, you know, you're not going to give everything away on the first night, even if that was the case. But anyway, I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want to spoil anything. But no. um, yeah, it's good. And Wednesday, you know, it looks like it's going to carry on. So it's going to be very good. It's going to, it's going to be, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how they handle it. And there was, there is like a little, um, no, I can't say it. I was about to spoil something again, but, um, there's some nice teases of, of some, some stuff that would be very exciting to see. Yeah. And Kenny, and Kenny Omega is not the only AEW person on the show. That much I will say. I think Um, it's been reported. We can say it. Can we? Well, he'll by nature, in case you're going to say something I'm not going to say, he'll by nature is reporting that Tony Khan is going to be on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, he he yeah. and, and Ski Avaun, um do something on the show. So there you go. Yeah. I, won't, I won't tell you what, though, but I thoroughly enjoyed that part. Uh, anyway, moving along before I tread on my toes anymore. Uh, <laughs> let's go back. <laughs> before you're not sent the impact uh, screaming next week. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Matthew McCoskey is back again. And he says, so this may be my last one for some time. Uh, maybe when all four hosts for December 30th, it's going to be a big show, brother. Mm. I would appreciate you coming through with that. Um, also wanted to say, does TLC feel like a huge deal right now? Two world title matches and both are TLC matches. Bang brains. I mean, that's that's Matthew McCoskey's hallmark. At this stage, is banging brains. Um, it does. does it feel like uh, a huge deal? So I'll tell you, I uh, my brother, so obviously he's at school, can't watch the wrestling shows like the normal pay-per-views. But I said to him, oh, you're going to watch TLC because you're on half-term. And he was like, oh, it, it, both world title matches are TLC, Mitt Raptors, right? And I, I was like, yeah. And he was like, so we're getting Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens TLC and Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles TLC. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, those two feel pretty exciting. I'm like, yeah, they do. So that I should mean, be a lot of fun. The event oh, is come on. The, the event is TLC. <laughs> yes, okay. Okay. I know. But in isolation, you tell me AJ Styles and like Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, they're both gonna be incredibly exciting matches. TLC matches are always bonkers and fun to watch. We've seen a sort of hardcore match between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns at Rumble 2017 before, and that was good fun. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm really excited for the show. I think it could be a fantastic one. Uh, the two men's title matches are going to be really exciting. If we get something with New Day and Hurt Business again, that could be good on pay-per-view without the commercial breaks and such. Um, Fiend Randy Orton could be fun, uh, depending on how they do it with the Fiend and that, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it could be quite, quite, quite an exciting pay-per-view. 
I think you've skewed the question. It wasn't whether it's going to be exciting or good. It was, it does it feel like a huge deal? Yeah, That's a does. very different question. To me, to me, it does. I no, can't remember the last time. You're stewing it again. You're saying no, no. to you, that's not what he asked. Yeah. Is, it, is it massive deal to you? He said, oh, does it feel I... like a big deal in yeah, general? But it's, it's a subjective question. It, you, you, like, it, if it, feel, it could feel big to me, but it might not feel big to you. And I'm going to say but to me... What I'm asking you to gauge. Is it a big <laughs> yes. deal? Yes, it is. Right. When was the last time people were so excited for two title matches, two world title matches? Or I can't remember the last time. I mean, literally, probably the last pay per view. <laughs> really? But by, by, by Hell in a Cell, were people that excited for Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre? I mean, I st- yeah, I, I, I still was. Uh, I definitely was interested for Roman, and, um, yeah. Yeah. and I definitely was interested for Bailey and Sasha. So, oh, okay, you know. I meant the the men's title stuff. You, mm. You're the one. You're the one skewing my uh, opinions now. You just asked world title, did you not? Are you trying to devalue what a women's world title is? Well, is it called the Raw Women's World Title? They are they are world titles for the women. But is um, it called the Royal Women's World? No, AEW is AW. I think it's World Women's or Women's World. Uh, WWE is not. So I'm taking it purely on the name of the title to avoid confusion. Right. I mean, don't devalue women on my show, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, with my Twitter activity and how much I've been supporting AW's women's division, do you really need to say that to me? Yeah. Um, no, I'm with you. I uh, listen, uh, for me, yeah, hang on. Um, you let you refuse to let me have an opinion. This is good television. I didn't ask for your opinion, that's why I'm not letting you have one. Uh, Go on. what, what do you have to think? No, uh, I, I, I'm excited for it. I agree with everything Louis just said in terms of the quality of the pay per view. It's going to be great, of course. It is. I think since WWE have been in the Thunderdome, it's been nothing but great. I don't think they've missed yet. I honestly don't think they've had a bad pay-per-view in the Thunderdome. Uh, and TLC, oh, I'm a sucker for gimmick matches. Um, but I really do think it's going to be amazing. But does it feel like a huge deal? Like, do I think Kevin Owens is going to beat Roman Reigns? No, I don't. Do I think that AJ is going to beat Drew? No, I don't. So that is partly why I, you know, I, I know what I'm see is what I'm going to see is going to be amazing. But it's not the big fight feel. I think that's different. And I think that's what the question was more alluding to, how it feels. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yes, Alex. I see what you're saying here. Thank you. Thank you for your concession, Louis. <laughs> um, no, you are right, though. The The pay-per-view is going to be great. Um, and I'm really excited about the prospects of some of the matches. And in fact, I'm talking to Kevin Owens on Friday. There's a little tidbit for you and i've never had the pleasure of talking to kevin owens actually uh sounds like a lovely guy yeah yeah i've got loads i want to ask him but i think it's part of a group thing so i don't know how many questions i'll get but i will speak to the man uh, and that should be good i'm also uh i've got a few things on the horizon this week actually i might let everyone know as and when they happen because sometimes they don't happen <laughs> and sometimes WWE get the hump that you say they're going to happen and then they don't happen. I um, remember the amount, the amount of times you've been like, oh, I'm interviewing this person on Twitter. Like you, you tweet it and then uh, the next day you're like, yeah, this has been postponed. This isn't yeah. happening anymore. I, I literally did that once and then five minutes later they were like, yeah, anyway, uh, that's off. Oh, <laughs> I was like, did they see my tweet? Like, did... <laughs> what? <laughs> They've yeah. got eyes everywhere, Alex. Yeah, I know. I think that was, um, I think it was Naomi that was for. Because like, I, I had so many of her fans being like, uh, oh, wow, like, can you ask her this? And then I had to like really um, have, you know, come hat in hand. Well, I'm sorry, guys. Because uh, it didn't just get postponed until the next day. It was like weeks. But it did happen in the end. And you should check it out on YouTube if you haven't. What else have we got going on here? Let's get to some news, man. We, 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 we're, we're flying through the Ultra Chats, which I do love and enjoy. And Matty has left us a couple that we will come back to. But I think it's worth touching on CM Punk, Louis. Um, He has been talking on oral sessions, which is a 
hell of a name um, from Rene Young, uh, or Paquette, sorry, um, Rene Good. I don't know. What is her actual name um, these days? I think Rene Paquette she's going by. But it, but is I don't know. Marion Moxley, surely Good is her actual name. I mean, uh, Alex. I'm just riffing. She's got loads of names. Right? <laughs> anyway, I don't. Whatever know. she wants to be called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so CM Punk was her third guest. By the way, she had great guests. She had Mox as the first one, uh, Barnett as the second, and uh, Punk as the third. Man, she's she's got some great guests. Um, I think that CM Punk. This is a great interview because CM Punk likes her, right? That's uh, that's the best way I can put it. They're obviously friends from the Fox show. And I I think that he was more giving in this interview than he has done in many recent ones that I've seen. And he does, Lou, go into detail about what he thinks regarding possible return to wrestling, be it WWE or AEW. Basically, it's not happening. He's basically said to, to come back, he would have to be offered the most ridiculous amount of money that it probably wouldn't be worth it. Uh, he's, his exact quote to Renee was, without wanting to insult anybody on either side of the fence, any WWE talent or AEW talent, it would take above all an interesting scenario, a story that would be fun to tell. Also, just the stupidest amount of money. But they could save themselves a whole lot of money if they just presented a fun storyline. Now, uh, what that is, I don't know. I'm a pretty picky guy, especially at this point. Um, he actually told the Swinger and Mrs. podcast, I think around April time, that the three people he would return for is a match with John Cena, a match with Daniel Bryan, and a match with Rey Mysterio. And he also expressed interest in facing Will Ospreay. So uh, an interesting story with one of those uh, three, obviously Bryan and... Um, uh, Mysterio active on SmackDown. John Cena isn't right now, but I mean, could always come back. And it would be very interesting to see how they do it. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. But uh, famous last words in wrestling is I don't see it happening. Uh, if we, you and I sat here last Tuesday and you you said, hey, Sting's going to debut on AW Dynamite, I would have been, mm, don't see that happening. But it has happened. So um, yeah. But it, it was for, for anyone that haven't seen, Renee is fantastic. Like, honestly, brilliant at her job. This interview is incredibly fantastic. Punk talks about muting Vince McMahon while he was on commentary, doing raw commentary. Uh, it's just a great interview, and uh, Renee is fantastic, and the Oral Sessions podcast, all of, been, all of them been great. So um, check those out if you haven't already. Renee is the greatest. I miss her already from WWTV. Um, super, super talented woman. Um, man, like you just said, Punk... He said it himself, there's more possibilities in AEW, but when he did negotiate with them, he did ask for what could be described as an extortionate figure. Um, I've seen people quote 20 million. Um, I mean, if you <laughs> listen, um, but whatever way, whichever, whichever way you weigh, well, you can't say that, whichever way you weigh it up, you know, uh, you think it's yeah. worth it. Who's to say it's not? What 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 price could you put on on CM Punk returning? So uh, th there was a whole. I think the Mirror did like a whole like WWE salaries revealed, and uh, the most was Brock on twelve and a half million a year. So you're thinking he is earning, he would be earning nearly double Brock. That's a lot of money. That's how you calibrate whether someone's worth it or not. The fa <laughs> listen, it would probably be the biggest wrestling return anyone could do right now, like the biggest. Not but, probably is like listen. Yeah. The, the, you, you're, you're saying this. I'm not saying what it's. You know, you're, you're making out. Oh, it's. I not think worth Rock would it. be bigger. Rock would be bigger. It's not. It's not really the yeah. same, is it? It's not really the same. Well, I mean, if we're taking like wrestling return, I would say like returning to WWE. I would say Rock one million. If you gave me the option of the two, they were the same money. I would 100 percent take the Rock. Yeah, well, who wouldn't? But that's not what we're talking about, is it? Like, what I'm saying is CM Punk returning to wrestling is vastly different than The Rock, who hasn't actually really left or been in wrestling. They're yes, two okay, very, I see they're two very different scenarios, right? Yes, they so, are. I just but, don't think it's worth 20 million. If you have billions, then you might think that. That's what my point is. You can't say... Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, oh, it, you know, it, you, can't, you, you can't sit there and go, well, oh, no, I'd rather have Punk for 5 million because you know his merchandise might cover it and then the buys from this pay-per-view that he's on like you're you're thinking about it too much Lou is my point here when you if you're Tony Khan right and you have that income if you're looking at what will boost AEW in the long run which a CM Punk run might that will attract a lot of fans it might actually end up being worth 
liked as 20 million. I'm not saying it is, but it might. There are lots of different connotations there. And I do it feel could. like a CM Punk return to either company would be a big shot in the arm. Probably more so, though, to AEW than it would be to WWE. And for that, if you have to pay the price, that's like a decision you have to make. I'm not saying that they should or shouldn't, but what I'm saying is Punk is right to know his worth. And he is worth a lot. So I don't know whether it's about knowing your worth or being like, I am so content with my life right now that I don't see any, have any urge to return to wrestling. But that is your worth. Yeah. I think knowing your worth is different from being like, listen, I've got no interest in wrestling, but if it is for the most ridiculous amount of money that I'm probably not even worth, I would return. I mean, I don't think when Puck's saying this, he's holding out for more money because he thinks that's what he's worth or because he just has no interest in wrestling and he just like, all right, just give me, give me the biggest figure you've got and I'll consider it. I, well, I think he, that he said it though, isn't he? He is interested, but the story has to be there. And thus yeah. far, thus far, no one has presented him that. And I also think he thought WWE would give him an offer by now that he hasn't got. Yes. And I mean, we've obviously heard the whole, um, what was it? The AW thing where he's like, oh, they didn't give me an offer. It was like they didn't do business the right way or whatever he said. I think he said they sent him an offer via text, which they've denied or whatever. Um, I just don't see a CM Punk return happening uh, anytime soon. I think if we were going to get it, the biggest chance would have been last year with WWE backstage. Um, but yeah. I mean, I, I don't see it happening, but for 20 million, I think, as you say, it's obviously for me sitting here, 20 million to me is a lot more, worth a lot more than it is to Vince McMahon. So, I mean, it could be, could be, and we've just, this 20 million figure has been rumored. I don't think, has anyone said it? Has Bunk said it himself? That's just what I'm saying. Yeah. People are, we're, we're just, pl- we're just plucking figures here, but yeah. you know, I, I don't know what it would take to get CM Punk back or what stories would motivate him to come back, but I still think it'd be a great thing for anyone who could get him back. Um, people kind of have soured on the idea of punk almost because they think, you know, and you see people, you know, say that he cried off or that he's too sensitive or all of this other stuff. I don't really think about it in those terms. I just think if he was to come back and that could be worked out, it'd be really, really cool. Like yeah, that, that's the bottom cool. line. If he could, I'd love to see it. If not fine. He had a great run when he did. You'd see, you'd see a massive bump in raw ratings. Like, I think this is what could get the... You hear the whole lapsed fans. I think this is... Like, I know a lot of people that turned away from wrestling when Punk did. So I think this could... It could be a thing that gets fans back. Whether WWE can keep that going is another thing. Hmm. Interesting. Apparently, there are some issues with the ultra chats at the moment. Um, again, Louis and I are on air, so we're not... We're at the mercy, really, of what the, the mods... Are saying, but apparently there is an issue with the PayPal element of it. So please do keep trying if you haven't, or speak to Mod Mother Jenna and try and work something out. We do apologise for the inconvenience. Uh, on that note, though, let's get to the other two ultra chats that we have from Matty at the moment. Um, first one, NXT, because we haven't talked about this yet, was amazing. Both war game matches were amazing too, but the men's stole it. I was arguing with Will Gavin about this yesterday on air. Uh, I felt the men's was just a bit better. Uh, Pat McAfee is just brilliant, but EO jumping from the cage was excellent too. Louis, now's your chance to get back at Alex. I want you to fire Alex Vincent Kennedy McMahon style. Louis couldn't if he wanted to. I don't have that kind of authority, unfortunately. I would like to hear that um, impression, though, if that's what Matty's getting at. <coughs> go on, you go first, actually. You go first. Me? You're firing me. I'm not gonna I fire know. Myself. You... you... Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm laughing from him doing it. You're fired! That's not bad. That's not that's bad. bad. That's not bad. I'd be like... I think I'd be like, you're fired. <laughs> that was he, like, he kind of like rolled the, the R's barely there. Fired. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, in terms of the super, the ultra chat, uh, yeah, War Games was amazing. I think the men stole it as well. I do think the women deserve to be applauded for how they handled the baby faces having the advantage with keeping EO out. I was worried beforehand how that would work, but I think they did it well. Uh, Pat McAfee is brilliant. I mean, bear in mind that's his second wrestling match ever. I think 30. I won on the Indies in 2009, but that, that doesn't count. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 
absolutely amazing. EO's spot of sticking the trash can on her head and jumping was brilliant. I mean, the eclipse on the chair was brilliant. Like, oh. from Ember Moon, brutal. Like, yeah, the, I mean, the, seriously, the bitter end on the chair was heinous. I like, I, 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 I like clutched my own chest, like, ow, that looks yeah. nasty. Um, I mean, Candice Ray, obviously, I think it's worth we touch on this, has reportedly broken her arm, unfortunately. Um, obviously, th- thoughts go out to her, uh, wishing her the best with get everything. Well, yeah, get well. She was doing some great work. Hopefully, she can stay on TV as sort of a managerial role for Indy Hartwell. That could be cool to keep it to keep her on TV. But, uh, yeah, but, but best to her. But for me, a great night of wrestling. Thatcher and Champa was great. Loomis and Cameron Grimes. I know we, we, we have been... Uh, Pretty vocal uh, proponent, not proponent, vocal critics of the Loomis and Grimes story, but that match was better than it had any right to be. It was, fa- I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, so yeah, good stuff uh, all round from NXT on Sunday night. Should be Saturday. Really yeah. should be Saturday. Yes, I prefer it Saturday. Um, yeah, I thought again, I echo what Louis said that both of those matches and all the spots in it were just incredibly well done. And NXT again. Just keep killing it like every takeover. You know they're going to deliver, and they do. And that's a really hard bar to live up to, and they do every single pay-per-view. So I really feel like, and I've said this before, that Dynamite is probably, SmackDown's very close to it right now, but probably the best weekly show, but I still think takeovers are the best shows in the world. That's just my opinion. Oh, wow, chucking my mic around. Uh, That's just my opinion, though, and uh, I welcome anyone to counter it please um so let's get to the other ultra chat that may sent our gade uh matty says talking about alex's insta stories uh louis i have to ask what is your spotify wrapped like i think he means like your end of year stuff uh, p.s alex i prefer evian over volvic oops i mean i don't think i can actually brand on this show but i like a, i like a bit of volvic me uh lou what is your i mean louis doesn't really answer this question because he doesn't actually listen to music the weirdo I don't have Spotify. What is like? You don't listen to music. No takeaway. <laughs> no Burger King or KFC. It's incredible. Oh, I have takeaway. I have takeaway. Yeah, it's just no Burger King or KFC. Um, you you, you yeah. must have. You must have a very. What, what kind of takeaways? If I had the option, so we're like. So my dad's Middle Eastern, so we quite like like a Turkish or if, a Greek takeaway. If you have the option, does that mean you're at the the mercy of your parents? Yeah, I mean they're paying. I forget how young you are. Anyway, go on, carry on. What do you have? Uh, I mean, if we did, if we get like a Turkish or a Greek, it's normally like chicken and salad, like nice, like grilled chicken salad, very nice. I mean, if we want something a bit different, I quite like a pizza, like nice meaty pizza. Can't go wrong with that. Um, <laughs> Somebody says, "Hang on." Pierre says here, "What does Louis do on days off?" I mean, apart from break exclusives, stare at walls. I think. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what what did do? I do today? Uh, I did a university assignment today. I started working on that. Uh, I'm at university. I don't have much free time. Um, what, what am I going to do tomorrow? Probably watch. I haven't actually watched the Keith Lee 24 7, 24, whatever the hell it's called, documentary, or the Liv Morgan one. So I need to watch both of those. I'll probably do that tomorrow. Not a bad shout. There you go. A little, little window, a little window into the weird and wonderful <laughs> life of Louis Dangor. Um, <laughs> we got a little bit more news here, and uh, this one has certainly been divisive. But ahead of Raw, there was, of course, to. yeah, there was obviously main event that was taped, and this happened. Who's that, Lou? It's Elias, of course. And why, uh, why, is, why is your mouse over Elias's face? It's not my mouse. It's I got this screenshot from Twitter. It's not my <laughs> mouse. So this was on an episode of Main Event. Uh, it was Elias, and as you can see, uh, as I'm sure many people are happy to see, the return of Jackson Riker. So obviously, mm. Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake returned on SmackDown. Very happy for them. They were incredibly unfortunate with this whole Jackson Riker being taken off TV for his comments. I mean, they were swept up in this. Um, so uh, Jackson Riker returned on a main event uh, as the sort of bodyguard to Elias. I guess kind of his second. And uh, Fightful's Sean Ross Sapp has reported that. Uh, let me just get the report up on Fightful Select. There were a lot of people surprised in Orlando at the Thunderdome as Jackson Riker appeared at the tapings with Elias. We're told that this was a dry run on main event to see if the pairing worked in an effort to pitch the duo to Vince McMahon. 
Just last week, several on the SmackDown side had noted that Riker was not worth the risk of being on television. That is a direct quote. Ooh. And when con- when con- when contacted about uh, contacted about Riker's appearance, said that WWE is likely gauging reception to the spot. For months, Riker was not brought to TV and was not featured on internal roster sheets. Mm. I don't like this. Please get him off TV. Yeah, I mean, um, the Forgotten Sons. We've seen them elsewhere, right? We have. Yeah, they popped up in, on uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Cutler and YC Bank popped up on SmackDown this week. And obviously we saw the Forgotten Sons on SmackDown. They debuted after WrestleMania. It looked like they were in line for a SmackDown title push, uh, or in the picture at least. And they got taken off when around the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, Jackson Riker, uh, around that time, Jackson Riker was... Uh, was posting some pro-Trump comments, which uh, not only earned him some heat from people on Twitter, but also people on... In the back. Um, in the back, yeah, which is completely unsurprising. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean I'll mean, i be happy to say this. I do not want Jackson Riker on TV with Elias. Uh, I just don't think it's right. I think that... Uh, I don't think this is going to go down well. I don't think it will make it to television. I think the reception to this, I have seen nothing. You said it's been divisive. I don't think it's been divisive at all. I think it's been very... sort of. It hasn't divided opinion. It's been divisive, the decision, but it hasn't divided opinion. Like It is 100% people don't like him. So, <laughs> for me, not worth it. Get him off TV. Mm. Uh, it's worth saying here that WrestleManiac says, kudos to Louis on his wrestling journalist career while studying. Props, bro. I echo those comments, Louis. Very proud of you for uh, being able to juggle as you can. I mean, I mean, not, uh, I... Pierre has said, uh, "I'm 19. I'm not. I'm 20. I'm not he, a teenager." He, I'd, he, I'd like you to put. You need to read down. He he, he acknowledges this. You've you you're skipping. Is uh, is he is he is he, he admitted his mistake? Yes. Is this what our show's become? <laughs> He's 20. Oh no, M- Matthew corrected him. Thank yeah. you, Matthew. And then he said, "I know. I don't know why I put that." I see. I see. Um, there you go. Anyway, you're not this though. You haven't got Adam Pearson calling you the goat. So uh, there's, levels. Still, there's levels. There's levels. There's levels to this, mate. News to, All right. More news to cover. Move on. Move on. No. Uh, anyway, let's have a look. Well, saying that, we've only got five minutes left here. Now, I'm interested about this one here. Um, actually, I don't know which one I was going to do here. I've got. I, I mean. We're going to do. Yeah, two, two, hang on, hang on. There's two women's stories I'm going to check on. So give us the Eva Marie update, Lou, because originally Cole Holic, I believe, of all people, said that um, she was going to be appearing imminently. And of course, that did not come to pass. Yeah. Um, f- uh, uh, PW Insider corroborated that. So, I mean, uh, Cole Holic isn't normally a name we see with uh, wrestling exclusives, but PW Insider certainly is one and one of the more reputable ones. And PW Insider is now following this up with saying that even Marie has signed, nothing's changed there. She's even listed on roster lists, uh, just don't doesn't have a brand assigned as of yet. Um, obviously, more updates will emerge over the coming weeks. Could be a Rumble return, sort of something like we saw with MVP, where he came back and the Rumble and has been on TV since. Could be the direction for... Uh, Eva Marie. Uh, I've also seen speculated maybe she could be. I know on, uh, uh, Angel Gaza was sort of talking to people backstage, like it as a like speaking to a lover almost. Uh, could she be the one there? Could kind of suit her gimmick and her look. That could be quite cool. Uh, yeah, I mean Matthew Makovsky said it here. Uh, Angel Gaza is talking to Eva Marie. You heard it here first. I totally think that could be in in a plan, um, and I guess kind of links to another report that we might talk about uh in within the next five minutes yes um it's interesting that even marie posted a photo all in red today with a rose similar to angel gaza um i don't know if people connected those dots but she did on instagram and yeah um she could be a great heater for angel gaza she really could um mm. and i mean heater in like i mean she kind of had go away heat last time but um maybe she's gone away and worked on her skills i remember she was training um with a couple of 205 live guys at one point brian so kendrick brian yeah. kendrick indeed so come on uh, i'm i'm prepared to give her a chance why not if she's gone away and refined her skills uh i reckon why not why not give her a go uh the story that louis is alluding to uh that i will briefly touch on for us is there are tentative plans, or were, or it's been discussed, for Charlotte and Andrade to return to TV together. 
Um, this comes from the normally ultra reliable wrestle votes, Louis. Um, I don't have the tweet in front of me. Um, can you tell me, did he say that this was happening or is it just talked about? Let me get it up. But there was a bit of an exciting twist to this, uh, which uh, I guess maybe a bit a bit more uh, optimistic. He goes, and uh, uh, I think he, Sean Rossab has confirmed he, an idea that has been discussed, however not determined at this point, is an on-screen pairing of Charlotte and Andrade, who are obviously uh, engaged in real life uh, when they return to TV. The idea being it is to use Charlotte's star power to elevate Andrade into the main event scene, which obviously... Big thumbs up from me. You don't have to ask me twice about whether I want to see Andrade in the main event scene. I 100% do. Love it. Um, yep, 100% me too. Uh, I think this could be a cool dynamic. We normally see it the other way around, I guess, where like the it's very rare that WWE sees the woman as the biggest star and wants them to elevate the men, which could be a nice dynamic to it. And I mean, if we saw the last time we were on TV, Angel Garza and Andrade were sort of, their, their tag team had combusted after what felt like 36 years of teases of such. Uh, so could we be leading to a Charlotte and Andrade versus Angel Garza and even Marie feud? That could be interesting if that is the plan. Uh, but I don't actually hate this idea at all, to be honest. I, I mean, I did kind of get... Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins vibes, but I think it works better on the heel side of it. So I think a heel Charlotte and a heel Andrade, uh, sort of try, if, if it results in an Andrade main event push, could definitely be interesting. I mean, Andrade, we know he's worked on his English a lot, but his English certainly isn't his strong point. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but Charlotte could be his mouthpiece. In his, in his video, I think he proved that his English has improved immensely. There is a video. There is a video. He put a video out last Friday uh, talking about rebuilding Andrade. I posted it on Twitter, actually, um, and he I'll, did I'll, too. I'll have to go and have a look at that. You need to. It's only four minutes, but Andrade talks about his heritage in the business, uh, like his family and all, and how he came to be in his journey from, you know, that, that took him from AAA and then Japan to WWE. And, and he talks about rebuilding and how it is in, it's his blood. He has to come back and come back stronger. And he does it all in English. Does it very well. So, yeah, he has been making improvements. And I remember speaking to him in January of this year. And his English was so-so. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he was trying. Um, but he was actively taking lessons, he told me, at that point. So he's obviously stuck with it. Uh, and then dry days there. For what it's worth, and I'm probably going to share some news on this tomorrow, I wouldn't put too much stock into that story. I won't say much more at this stage, but... um. Let it be known, I've never been wrong on Charlotte Flair yet. So uh, apparently they already have plans. They they already have... Go on. I was going to say, I was actually going to message you as soon as I saw this report and completely forgot to, because I know you're normally... uh, You're normally... I mean, you were the one that reported that Charlotte Flair wasn't going to be returning until... Uh, to probably 2021, and that's what we've got. So uh, I was going to message you, completely forgot. Um, but yeah, we, we will. I guess you can talk about that maybe tomorrow with SP3. I will talk about it tomorrow with SP3. Um, it was one of those things I'm just putting together the pieces, and uh, yeah. But I will have a report for everyone tomorrow on that one. Hang on, hang on. I've just seen this up Uptown Avondale. Charlotte is terrible on the mic. Whoa! Come on, now. she is not. Terrible on the mic. Jeff Hardy, circa can... 2 was terrible on the mic. Come on, guys. Um, yeah, Charlotte is not terrible on the mic. I'm I get what you. I mean, maybe you can you can make the argument the content of what she says. Maybe because you're if you are in that way inclined and tired of the way she's booked and presented, maybe. But she's not terrible on the mic. Come on, she's not terrible. No, I I do disagree with that. Uh, yeah, I just thought we'd get that slander out of the way. Uh, should we? Uh, get to our final super chat, which has or, or alt chat, which has some congratulations in it. Obviously, which we haven't mentioned yet, to uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins on the birth of their daughter. So Go on, Louis. I, I, I will let you read out the super chat from the wonderful Carol Ones. Yeah, Carol Ones. Trekkie three eight six says, "Hello, guys. Hope you're well." With Becky and Seth having a baby girl and Mox and Renee having a baby girl, obviously, for those that don't know, Renee announced that on the weekend, mm. along with Roman having a daughter. Am I the only one thinking female shield in the future? <laughs> also, Louis, why are you not on the next Quizzlemania card? Don't they want you? It is. I, I am. I am yeah. on the next Quizzlemania card. Uh, I will be there. Uh, that is not not uh, this Wednesday. It's so not tomorrow. It's eight days' time. It's the um, year female shield. 
exactly big fat quiz of the year for those that don't know is this an american thing or it's, it's a uk thing i know that but do you have that in america i don't think so we have like a big fat quiz of the year so it's everything 2020 based basically like what, what year this has been and i mean what a year to do a big fat quiz with all that's gone on in wrestling and the world this year um so yeah it'd be very very exciting i will win the i will win the quiz of mania the final quiz of mania of the year um but in terms of female shield i mean Sure, I'm sure WWE is already drafting up those contracts. Yeah, I'm sure Mox is, um, and Renee are more than willing to have their daughter go work there. Um, could be a very yeah. different place by then, to be fair. Although yeah. Vince, Vince will probably somehow still be, still alive. be alive. Yeah, of somehow. And also, just a little passing note before we close up here: Shaquille O'Neal will be appearing on AEW Dynamite this week. Now, the timeline of this, of course, goes back to. Shaq saying in the summer, he told the Athletic that he would love to fight Cody. He, you know, I think the exact quote was like, text him, print it, whatever. Uh, and then obviously Jade Cargill on her debut on November 11th then went on to say when Cody said that he had slayed Giants, she was like, mm, have you though? What? Where's my camera gone? What is this, Louis? I don't know. Where have you gone? I don't know. Anyway, I'll just talk. Maybe, you know, maybe it's better about my face. Uh, Shaq is... Jay Cargill basically said yes that Shaq is coming and now he is coming presumably to start something with Cody himself so watch out for that this Wednesday uh, and that leads us to the end of the show where we would like to thank you so much for bearing with us tonight your amazing uh, chats ultra chats we really appreciate you and learning how old you all are for some obscure reason <laughs> um, so thank you very much guys and I'll be back tomorrow with SP3 and Louis, this is his last show of the week. So show Louis some love, guys, because um, he is going to be buckling down and doing his dissertation. So SP3 will be stepping in on Friday. And yeah, I mean, Ali is hacked in and taken my picture away for some obscure reason. Um, but thank you so much, guys. And we will catch you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.